0: how's it going everybody and welcome to just nobody's podcast i'm your host ryan and i'm your host daniel and today we're doing a podcast if you're new to the channel please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button the like button is the one with the thumbs up because that means you're awesome and you're a winner because you you know only losers put thumbs down you got to be kind of a loser to really think think about that you're going to take the time to send hate to someone so to all you know who hit the like button, if you ever say you hit the like button, I will personally thank you so much. I will go up to your face and say thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With my words. So thank you to everybody who hits the thumbs up. And if you hit the thumbs down, it's all right. We don't need to talk. It's all right. You don't have to watch. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's just. One of those days, I guess, for you. We love you still. You're a Karen. What's the guy version of a Karen? A Rick. Really? A Rick? I don't know. I just said Rick. Anyways, also comment what you want us to talk about next week. As you can see throughout this video, we took your guys' suggestions from last week, and we're talking about it this week, so make sure you comment. This week for Marvel has been crazy. We just got some Madam Web leaked set photos. Ooh. Looks like we're getting a, some kind of form of Spider-Man. I'm not sure. I don't know what that was. Okay. There's there's two big things that just happened this week. Okay. One, Madam Web... Looks like it could be the clone version of Peter Parker. I don't want to get into it because I don't know all the details yet. We're not sure. Yeah. But there's a possibility that it could be the comic book story where there's a clone of Peter Parker comes back and he's going to destroy Peter Parker. Whoa. People are saying that it looks like Tom Holland. It looks like also like Aaron Taylor Aaron, Johnson. Yeah. So, as we know, Aaron Taylor Johnson's also Craven. Craven the Hunter. And if they're doing like a multiverse story, it would make sense that Aaron Taylor Johnson could be Quicksilver, could be Craven, could be Spider Man in some <laughs> universe, right? Like, it's possible. a lot. Yeah. Another rumor big rumor. Uh-oh. It's not really a rumor. I think it's been confirmed. I'm just saying rumor to everyone out there that's a Karen that wants to like get <laughs> upset about this. I'm just saying this just to protect it's us. It's a big Karen episode. There's a rumor, okay? That Henry Cavill is going to be in Black Adam. What? And there's reports that he's in the post-credit scene setting up the like the fight between Black Adam and Superman. Really? And even the Rock posted today on his story like saying like you know black adam's coming out you should download the song like the new theme song uh-huh. and he says like um, black adam is the strongest being on this planet and he like winks at the camera implying that oh, you know, there's also like, a chance that superman also exists, right like krypton right so it sure looks like henry cavill's coming back and apparently he's not going to be wearing his justice league suit like the black suit he's Uh going to be wearing like more of like a man of steel blue oh like the blue and red yeah so it's iconic suit it's coming back and we all know henry cavill's done a phenomenal job as superman and he has not been Given like the best treatment in terms of what where's he been right you have such a great Superman why don't you have a Superman movie like keep keep them coming people want it yeah people definitely want it you got to deliver yeah so it's great to hear that the Rock has finally like secured it like come on DC like bring Henry Cavill back home yeah let this happen we all want it right I mean comment if you want Henry Cavill I think he's done an amazing job hundred percent so justice for Henry can we get justice for Henry in the comments. (laughs) Justice for Henry, let's go. Yeah, I mean, things for the DC Universe are looking up right now, honestly. Yeah, I'm really impressed by the Black Adam trailers that are in the TV spots. It looks phenomenal. It looks like, you know, I'm sure The Rock has put his, like, blood sweat and tears into this so yeah. you know it's gonna be good i mean as he does all of his movies yeah so what do you got for us today okay so moving on to the theories there's a crazy fairly odd parents theory on who's hiding a really big secret so who's hiding the secret okay it's honestly someone you would never expect so if you watch fairly odd parents and you look at all the characters eyes it actually reveals a really big secret about each character so for timmy he has really big blue eyes but he doesn't have a pupil it's literally just the color and same goes for mr crocker timmy's parents vicky and Timmy. Trixie. Got it. So no pupils, just color. Right. But if you look at Cosmo and Wanda's eyes, each of them have their signature color, but they have pupils. And that literally goes for all the other fairies in the show. So that means if you see someone with a pupil in the show, they're a fairy. What? I never noticed that. Yeah, but this is where it gets really crazy. So if you look at Timmy's crush Trixie, she actually has a best friend named Veronica. But if you look at Veronica's eyes, she has pupils. So the theory is that Veronica is actually Trixie's fairy in disguise. and Trixie just wished that her fairy would be her best friend so she doesn't have to hide her anywhere. Because we know that throughout the show, Timmy is always disguising Cosmo and Wanda as a bunch of different things to keep them away from everyone. That's actually a really crazy theory. Right? I mean, you see Timmy always disguising them. Like, they're like goldfish or like they're a pen and an eraser. Yeah. Never just, you know, fairies just floating around. Exactly. Around his friends. Yeah, because he doesn't want them to see them. Right. But if Trixie has her fairy be her best friend, then everybody will see her and just think she's a normal person. Yeah, because I guess that's like her disguise, right? It's just like the best friend. Exactly. Wow. So I would love to hear what Butch Hartman has to say. So it's the perfect disguise. It's not a coincidence. There's no way. Yeah. They make a distinct point to show that berries have pupils. The friends, the normal people have no pupils. Yeah. They just have literally, it's just the color. And I know Timmy Turner, the Fairly odd parents, have been on like TV forever. Yeah. So for the animator to continue to like make Trixie's best friend, Veronica, have pupils and the other friends don't. I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's too like close in comparison. It's, it's, it's. It's pretty crazy. Okay, so on to the next one. Have you heard of the Ice Age Theory? Okay, just don't ruin Ice Age today, okay? Let's not do this. Okay, this actually doesn't ruin anything. So in Ice Age 1, there's a scene where all the characters are walking through an ice cave. But there's a theory that this short scene literally predicts all the other Ice Age movies. How does it predict it? So in the cave the first thing that Sid sees frozen in the ice is a piranha and in Ice Age 2 Scrat the squirrel is literally fighting a bunch of piranhas to get his acorn. He's always chasing after the acorn. Yeah then the next thing that Sid sees frozen in the ice is a T-Rex and in Ice Age 3 we see them get introduced to dinosaurs and we see the same T-Rex in the ice in the movie and the last thing that Sid sees frozen in the ice is the evolution of the sloth and we know in Ice Age 4 Sid gets reunited with his sloth family so everything happened in the order he saw the things in the ice. It's so sad how they just released that clip of Scrat finally getting his acorn. Scrat was struggling, man. It's so sad. I don't know, wait, was that like concluding Ice Age? Was that like them saying it's over? Must be. No, there's no way. Every movie, Scrat never got his acorn. No, I don't understand why did they release that clip with like a couple months ago they released that. Remember, we see Scrat finally gets the acorn. Is that trying to tell the audience that it's over? Maybe. Ah, that's so sad. Justice for Ice Age, let's see that in the comments. (laughs) Justice for Ice Age, let's get a petition going. Justice for Ice Age, we need to see it. We need to see it. Okay, so we got to get into some more crazy news. Did you see how proof of aliens was leaked? What are you even saying? So the U.S. intelligence office that tracks aviation, so like the flights of aircrafts, they actually just changed their logo. But what's weird about this logo is you see a bunch of airplanes on it, but you actually see a UFO on it too. There's no way they would do that. Yeah, you would think, but right after they posted this new logo, they took it down and said it was a mistake. But you can clearly see that there was a UFO on it. Was it like a really obvious UFO? Yeah, and in 2019, the Navy literally leaked footage of aircrafts flying with unidentified aircraft but they said it wasn't for the public and in the footage you can clearly see that it's definitely not any sort of plane it definitely looks like a ufo but they're not even calling it ufos anymore they're calling it like unidentified aircraft phenomena or something i feel like we're supposed to be scared that's really weird okay why would the intelligence office put that on their logo it's a ufo yeah they're just like teasing us at this point justice for ufos comment that in the in the comments i don't want to meet aliens yeah we don't want to meet them i heard that there's a theory that they're observing us and like we're the test subjects and they're watching us oh jeez i hate stuff like that okay so moving on do you know the crazy captain america theory no so we all know what happens at the end of avengers endgame right we see steve he takes back all the infinity stones and he's going to take back molinear but what if i told you that there's one infinity stone that he could not return what do you mean so we learn in avengers endgame in order to get the soul stone you have to give up a soul to get the soul stone and we that when Hulk tries to snap everyone back to life, he could not bring back Natasha because whoever sacrifices their life for the soul stone can never be revived. So, this is where the theory comes in. There's a theory that since the soul stone cannot be returned, Red Skull is no longer the guardian of the soul stone, and it is now Steve Rogers' job to guard the soul stone because he can't put the soul stone back. It's with him forever. When you really think about that, that does make a lot of sense. Right, and that's why at the end of Avengers Endgame, we see Steve grew very old because all this time he was actually guarding the soul stone, trying to hide away from people. And this allowed him to have a family and stay hidden but at the same time still save the world every day and Sam Wilson and the Hulk has hinted that Steve Rogers is still alive because the power of the soul stone allows someone to bring back the dead so maybe one day old Captain America will use the soul stone to resurrect Tony Stark when they need him hint, hint secret wars okay I could totally see Marvel doing that the power of the soul stone it literally says can bring back the dead you know yeah. what I mean? in the soul realm so that's how they could do it right and who better to bring him back than Captain America yeah because the world's gonna be needed saving and Steve Rogers is going to say, like, hey, guys, I'm back, and I'm going to bring back my buddy. Oh, that's good. I mean, I just feel like, okay, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans, I yeah. know he says he's done, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to be coming back eventually. Okay, you have to for Secret Wars. Come on. Yeah. And it would make sense that he could just go into the soul realm and just bring back some versions, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, Tony, come back. You know, it does make sense because if, if, like, it's there's all those theories about him like staying on the moon or something, off right. planet. Yeah. So it would make sense that he's protecting the Soul Stone off planet planet. Ooh. And we know Nick Fury is in space. Exactly. They've been dropping Steve a lot in these shows. Yeah. It seems like they're building up something. Yeah. And that's, it's funny how they're just not like saying, yeah, Steve Rogers is dead. It's over. You know? Yeah. The fact that they're not having a definitive statement, it means he's probably still alive. Exactly. They want to leave it open for him to come back. 100%. Okay, so moving on from that, we got another nostalgia moment with High School Musical 4. So, do you know the crazy High School Musical 4 theory? No. So, we all know how like High School Musical just announced how High School Musical, the musical the series, is going to bring back a bunch of original cast members from High School Musical, the movie. And a lot of people are very confused, like, how they're going to do this. Yeah, it's definitely a confusing concept, how they're going to bring everyone back. So, right now, the confirmed cast members that will be coming back from the original movie is core Corbin Blue, who played Chad, Lucas Gabriel, Ryan, Taylor, Martha, Bart Johnson, and Alyssa Reed, who played, you know, Coach Bolton and Mrs. Darbus. But what if I told you they're not being completely honest with everyone? So they're lying? So the theory is, is that Zach Efron and Vanessa Hutchins will actually be in the show, but will be surprise cameos later in the show. And we both know that Zach Efron and Vanessa Hutchins did go visit East High and like had like a little reunion photo. And Zach Efron has expressed in the past that if there was a new like high school musical, he would love to be able to come back. So there's no better time to come back if literally everybody's coming back. Okay, hang on. I did not know he said that. And the premise of High School Musical, the musical, the series, season four, is High School Musical 4 is being shot, the movie. So how could you be shooting High School Musical 4 without Troy Bolton and Gabriella being in the movie? Believe me, they would not have the premise of the show being High School Musical 4 being filmed if Zac Efron and Vanessa Hutchins aren't in the movie. It would make no sense. How could you have a High School Musical 4 movie without them? I mean, they probably are gonna release an actual High School Musical 4 movie too. Yeah, it seems like this is like the perfect way to set it up. Let's have a musical series TV show like Show us filming High School Musical 4. At the very end of the show, all of a sudden, like, something comes on the screen. Like, you know what? It says, like, Thor will be back. It will yeah. say, High School Musical 4 will be soon. Oh my gosh. If you're really serious, think about this. How could you have a High School Musical 4 movie without Troy, yeah. without Gabriella, without Sharpay? Those three are huge characters. Right. If the show wasn't going to have them come back, you might as well just said, look, we're just going to have the original High School Musical cast, some of them come back to help you guys get ready for High School Musical 3 to play. Yeah. But instead, they're saying, we're filming High School Musical 4 And you're not gonna have The two main characters From the whole show The whole movie Yeah All three movies They can't do that You're gonna drop them When you're filming <laughs> the fourth movie Yeah you can't You can't No do it that. doesn't make sense Comment below if you feel Zac Efron should be in it And if Vanessa Hutchins Should be in it And if Ashley Tisdale Should be in it They have to be in it Well let, let's let see Do you guys feel like They should be in it I think they should Okay so on to the next thing I know a lot of people Have been liking The social experience It is interesting Because we all can relate to it You know I know like what I would do in certain situations situations. situations, but it's scary to think about how collectively we all kind of have the same like Response, right? You know, like something looks kind of scary. You kind of like want to turn the other way, you know? Yeah So have you seen the experiment that showed if people were followers or independent people? I feel like this is gonna expose like so many people. Yeah So there are a bunch of paid actors in a doctor's office and there was only one real patient and in this doctor's office Every few minutes they would ring a bell and when this bell rang all the hired actors would stand up for no reason and sit back down And they continued to do this a bunch of times and this really confused the real patient because she has no idea what they're doing It is really bizarre to see like a bunch of people to stand up random Right, but what's crazy is after seeing all the paid actors stand up and sit down a bunch of times The real patient started to follow them and whenever the bell rang She would stand and sit down and she had no idea why she was doing it She was just following everybody So then she keeps on doing it with all the paid actors and they start to remove the paid actors from the doctor's office One at a time. So now it's just the real patient by herself in the room and you could still see She's still standing and sitting every time the bell rings. They exposed her bad, huh? Yeah, and then a new patient walks in that's also not a hired actor. So it's a real patient and every time the bell rings, he sees this random girl standing and sitting down randomly. So he asks her like, what are you doing? She goes, I don't know. Everybody else was just doing it. So then the new patient starts doing it with her, proving that they were both followers and they just weren't independent people and couldn't think for themselves. Who would even think to do such an experiment? That's so weird. It's such a weird experiment, but it's so interesting. I guess because like you said, See, like, how when people see a bunch of people doing one thing, you don't want to be the odd one out. So you kind of just conform. You're just like, yep, I'm going to just stand too. Right. But that's so weird, right? Yeah. If you see majority doing it, you're just going to do it. Yeah. Could you imagine if it was like something weird, like everyone stands up, puts their finger in their nose and then like sits down. If yeah. they started adding things to it and then like they, they wanted to see what extent person would go. Exactly. We should do that. We should. We should do that. Comment if you want us to do that. 6,000 likes, we'll do a social experiment. Okay, fine. If this gets 6,000 likes, we will actually make a real life social experiment and we'll pay actors and we'll just try to see like with our friends. We'll do it on our friends. Yeah. and See how they react. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. Okay, so moving on. Here we have another interesting story. I want to say this one's going to top last week's. So make sure you hit the like button if you like stories. If you don't like stories, don't do anything. Just watch the video. <laughs> if I, if you end up liking the story afterwards, give it a like. But if you don't like it, just, just keep watching. Come back next week and maybe it'll be better. But if you like this story, let us know and make sure you give us a thumbs up if you want us to continue these stories. So I will keep doing them as long as you want me to keep talking about them. Okay. So this one, a little bit creepy, a little bit scary. Not really. Just stick stick around. It's gonna be fine. Okay. You may get a little scared, but it's okay because this is a good story. I like scary stories. So I'm all for this. So do you know the creepy story about the mom who would wear a mask? No. So the story starts off with a pair of twin boys and one is named Ellis and one is named Lucas and basically their parents just got a divorce and the family's now broken up. And the father actually won custody of the boys and they haven't seen their mom in like years for like a very long time. So after a couple years go by, the mom reaches out to the dad and says like, hey, I want to see my kids again. Like, can you bring them to my house so the dad drives the two boys to the mom's farmhouse but the dad knows that the mom doesn't want anything to do with the dad and he just says okay boys you just go in the house i'm just gonna leave your mom doesn't want to see me that's really sad yeah so the twin boys walk into the house and they're looking for their mom and they can't find her and then they look outside and they notice that the barn is all locked up and boarded up and they still can't find their mom so they go up to her room and notice that her room is super dark all the blinds are shut and they can't find her and in her room they find a plate full of like chicken wings and like flies are flying on it what the heck yeah so their mom finally walks out and she's wearing this bandage on her face because she tells them, I recently had a procedure on my face, and it's healing. So her sons are, like, really kind of freaked out by this whole bandage thing on the face. Okay, that just sounds really freaky. Yeah, because the kids are, like, really weirded out by this because no one told them that their mom had this procedure. Like, their dad had no idea. So the mom tells her sons, like, guys, you cannot tell anybody that I have had this procedure done. So later that day, the twins go to their room, and they're trying to, like, theorize, like, what's going on with the mom and what she looks like underneath the bandages. So Lucas tells Alice that she probably has, like, a bunch of scars underneath her bandages, and Ellis is, like, that's the Disgusting like why would you say that if the bandage is covering her face? She's got to be pretty messed up Yeah So the mom walks into the room and just walks up to Ellis totally ignores Lucas hands Ellis a toy and tells him like I'm sorry for being so distant and I hope that we could become closer So the mom starts telling the two boys the rules of the house She says that there's no running or yelling and that there's no play dates No one can come over to the house and she tells them that no one's allowed to be in the barn and that all the blinds in The house must always be shut because sunlight can damage her face and she can't be exposed to the Sun dude Those are some weird rules. Yeah yeah, so she also tells them that no one's allowed in her room and they cannot go in there So then all of a sudden Ellis hands his mom a drawing that he drew for her and he gives her a hug But while he's giving her a hug you can tell that the mom is like hiding the fact that she's really mad at him So throughout the day the kids hang out and they hang out with their mom and they have dinner But when it was time to go to bed They realized that the mom no longer sings them a lullaby And Ellis asks the mom like why don't you sing us a lullaby like you used to? And the mom tells him like I'm just not in the mood to do that Come on just do it for the kids Yeah so then Ellis and Lucas start like talking to each other and they're like something's up with our mom like this is wrong this is really weird so lucas just starts singing the lullaby to help ellis go to sleep and then ellis and lucas are singing together but outside the door the mom was sitting outside listening to them sing and this really upset her hearing them sing what is wrong with her so the next day the twins decide like let's go sneak into the barn so they get into the barn where they're not supposed to be and they notice all their old toys are still there then all of a sudden ellis looks up And he sees this hole in the barn with a bunch of red around it. And this makes him really nervous. And he's like, what the heck? So he runs out of the barn. What do you mean by red hole? So all of a sudden, when they get out of the barn, the mom says like, what are you guys doing? How dare you break the rule? Like, don't you ever do that again? So Ellis starts thinking about it. And he realizes that the red in the barn looks like blood. But then his brother Lucas told him like, nah, it's probably just pain. Okay, it is never just pain. So later that night when Ellis was sleeping, all of a sudden he wakes up because he hears a gunshot from the barn. So he gets out of bed and he starts like walking downstairs and he sees his mom on the phone and the mom seems like really angry and like really annoyed and he hears her say I'm so sick of how Ellis and Lucas are so close together and she also says how she can't handle this and she doesn't know how much longer she can do this it is not looking good for them yeah so Ellis gets really scared and he's like what the heck is going on so he runs to his room and he like gets under his covers but in the process of doing that his mom heard him so the mom starts walking up the stairs to go to his room and tries to check on him so Ellis tries to stay really still and try to pretend like he's sleeping and the mom's just like grabbing him and she's like okay go to sleep so the next say Ellis tells Lucas what he heard the mom say the night before and how she doesn't want them being close together and that she's really annoyed and then all of a sudden the mom's phone rings so she grabs her phone and like walks up the stairs so that they can't hear her talk so they decide to get walkie-talkies and while the mom was like resting downstairs on the couch they went to go into her room to try to plant the walkie-talkies to always hear her this is about the time where it all starts going wrong yeah so when Ellis goes into the mom's room he realizes that there's like a lot of things off with her room like he finds medication that she's taking and then he notices like a bunch of photos in her room are missing and then he finds a photo of him and his brother like face down as if she was trying to hide it from herself but then all of a sudden the mom decides to go to her room so Ellis and Lucas have to try to hide here we go so Ellis is watching his mom as he's hiding but as he's backing up he accidentally bumps into a trash can and he sees the drawing that he made for his mom in the trash all wrinkled up okay that's messed up yeah so the mom walks up to the mirror because she has to change the bandages on her face but since Ellis is underneath the sink he cannot see the mom's face so she's like changing the bandages and then she's starts walking out of her room but as she's walking out of the room she notices the drawing on the ground so she picks up the drawing rips it up and drops it in the trash can I still don't understand what's wrong with this mom yeah so Ellis grabs the ripped drawing out of the trash can takes it to his brother Lucas and like they look at this and they're like what is up with our mom who would do such a thing like that is so weird she literally seems crazy yeah so Lucas tells Ellis that that is not their mom and that is an imposter and that this lady is trying to pretend to be their mom but it's not actually their mom but Ellis is like dude no way Lucas there's no way that's happening so Lucas tries to sneak a picture of the imposter and they compare it to like an old photo of their mom and they realize that their old photo of their mom had blue eyes and this imposter doesn't have blue eyes. Wait what? So now both of the kids are really convinced that that's not their mom. So they get out their phone and try to call their dad but they can't get a hold of their dad. But they lock themselves in the room and the mom realizes that they're in the room and the door's locked. So she starts getting really upset and she's like come on guys like forgive me I'm so sorry I've been so distant but I really want to hang out with you guys. And she's like let me in I made you guys chicken fingers like it's fresh for you but lucas tells ellis that there is no way we're going outside that is not our mom so the day goes by and it's nighttime now and ellis is watching an old video of his mom singing the lullaby to him but in the process all of a sudden the mom breaks down the door and pushes through and the mom gets super mad at them for calling their dad and takes their phone destroys it and says don't you ever call your dad again okay i would be freaking out if i were these kids yeah so the boys get so scared so they run into their room they put their dresser against the door like to have like a barricade and like time goes by and they realize that they don't hear anything on the. the walkie-talkie. So Ellis is like, I'm gonna go see what mom's doing because I can't hear anything. So Ellis walks outside to try to find his mom and then he sees his mom resting with a mask on. So Ellis wants to try to remove the mask. So he reaches out, tries to remove it and all of a sudden the mom grabs his hand and starts shaking him. Oh, Ellis is done. So Ellis gets away from the mom, runs into his bedroom, closes the door, puts the dresser against the door but the mom gets a crowbar, starts breaking down the door, busts in and she says, hey, you better start respecting me and stop being so rude. So Ellis tells the mom, you are not my mom you're an imposter and then the mom gets really upset at ellis and then ellis is like dude i am not having this like screw you you're not my mom so the mom grabs ellis and takes him to the bathroom and starts putting water on him and says like you better admit that i am your mom because i am your mom and ellis finally just says okay screw it i you're my mom even though he doesn't believe it okay what's pouring water on the kid gonna do so the kids just run away and they find a police officer and say like my mom is not my mom it's an imposter some lady's trying to be my mom so the police are like okay calm down and they don't believe the kid so they just drive the kids back to the mom's house and on the way back to the mom's house the mom comes out of the house without the mask on and her face looks totally normal and she tells the police like Ellis is lying he's just like in like a fantasy it's all lies so the police believe the mom and they just leave so the boys go up to their bedroom and they like try to pretend like they're fake sleeping again and then the mom walks into the bedroom and says like I know you guys are fake sleeping and I'm not leaving until you start to like me so the cops just left these kids with this mom yeah so later that night after the kids fall asleep the mom goes to her room and she just starts crying her eyes out and she's like just so stressed out so the next morning comes and the mom wakes up and she's duck tied to her bed and the twins are in the room and they say like why are you trying to pretend to be our mom like why are you an imposter and the lady tells them I am your mom in the photo of me when I was younger I used to wear blue contacts in my eyes and she tells the boys look go in my purse I still have the colored contacts in there so Ellis tells Lucas go look in the purse and see if they're there so Lucas goes to go look and he says Ellis they're not here so Ellis gets a bucket of cold water and dumps it on the mom and says how dare you why would you ever throw away your kids' drawings? Like, how? What kind of sick person would do that? And the mom just starts crying, and Ellis is kind of like taken back. Like, huh? Maybe it is my mom. She's crying. I don't know who to believe. Well, Lucas tells Ellis like, "Let's leave. It's time to leave." So they all start running outside. But Ellis has like a second thought, and he's like, "I want to see the lady one last time." So he lies to Lucas and says, "I forgot my toothbrush." Lucas, you wait for the car. I'm gonna run back inside. And then when Ellis gets back into the house, he wants to go see the lady's purse just to check if the contacts were there. And he reaches in, and he realized the colored contacts were there. And that that she wasn't lying. So then all of a sudden Lucas appears from behind him and tells him, Ellis please believe me I'm not lying to you. And Ellis gets really freaked out by Lucas and starts trying to run away. And Lucas starts trying to chase him. Why would Lucas lie to Ellis? So Ellis gets to his mom and unties her and like they just start hugging each other and they're apologizing and Lucas is no longer chasing him. So the mom forgives Ellis and is like, it's okay I can totally understand. And then the mom realizes like okay it's time to tell you the truth Ellis. So she takes Ellis to the barn and she wants to explain to him why the parents divorced. So she's going to tell him the truth now. So she he reveals to Ellis that when he was younger he accidentally killed his brother Lucas because he didn't realize that the gun had a bullet in it and he accidentally shot his brother and that's why there's a hole in the barn with a blood splat on it and it turns out this whole time Ellis has been imagining Lucas and he's not really there but the death of Lucas is what made the mom get a divorce and go into depression okay this is honestly getting me goosebumps so Ellis just starts crying like freaking out like he cannot believe that he did such a thing and the mom's trying to comfort him and like you're forgiven it's okay but out of frustration Ellis just pushes the mom but in the process of pushing the mom the mom falls off the ledge and she dies and all of a sudden the lantern fell and the barn just catches on fire what yeah so Ellis gets out of the the barn starts running away but then all of a sudden he kind of falls a little bit and then he looks up and he sees his mom and his brother lucas again and that's how the story ends so all this time ellis is just imagining lucas yeah so now he's imagining lucas and his mom so he's like convincing himself that they're still alive but they're not dude this is a freaky story so Guys, if you like the stories, make sure you hit the like button. Also, comment. If you have any other stories or like anything you want us—you want me to tell any other stories, I'll look into it and let me know. Oh, this was a creepy one. Yeah, dude, this is weird. Oh my God. It's so weird. Okay, this next part of the podcast is where Leia comes on and talks about a real life story and we have to figure out who's right and who's wrong. So here comes Leia. Whose side are you on?
1: Here we go. Is the writer wrong or right? Am I wrong for hanging out with my friend's ex?
0: Ooh. This is going to be interesting.
1: I, female 20, have been friends with Grace, female 20, for about a year now. We have been super close since we met. Grace met Danny, male 22, almost a year ago, and they really hit it off. Oh, boy. They never made it official, but they were always together, and Grace fell really hard for him. Well, a few months ago, he broke things off with Grace and hooked up with a different girl, and they started dating almost immediately. It broke Grace's heart, and she didn't deal with it very well. Three of my best friends since I was little are friends with Danny. So sometimes, when I hang out with them, Danny is there. I have made it as clear as I can to Grace that I do not hang out with him alone, nor do I talk about my personal life. But she does not care. She ghosted me for a few months because I went out to eat with my other friends. Danny was there. And when she talked to me again, I really thought we had made progress in her understanding of the situation. However, one of my best friends, John, invited a group, including me and Danny, To hang out at his house. When I told Grace about this, she flipped. She stopped talking to me, and then her and her friends started to treat me like I went out of my way to hang out with Danny. I haven't talked to them since, and every time they see me, they either laugh or send really dirty looks. I honestly just want to know if hanging out in a group that involves Danny is wrong. I don't feel like I have anything to be sorry for, but I'm worried I have made a mistake. Please be kind. I just want an outside opinion. Was I wrong? Whose side are you on?
0: Well, since danny and the friend wasn't like official like he didn't cheat on her mm-hmm. so i mean what is the like what can we say
1: i think it's the fact that the friend or the writer knows what happened like the history or whatever yeah i feel like that would be kind of like a eh, area to like yeah. touch you know if anything that what the writer should do is like they can initiate hangouts with just the three friends right like if she knows that danny is going If I were her, I probably wouldn't go. Right.
0: Especially if she's trying to avoid Danny in her whole like she's trying to avoid him. Exactly. And then she's like, it just so happens Danny was there. Yeah. Right. It's like if you don't if you know you don't want to hang out with him, it's going to upset your friend. Mm -hmm. And you really care about the friend. You should just be like, okay, you know what? I care more about my friendship with my friend. Yeah. And I really don't care about Danny. Yeah. So it's like if Danny's going to be at anything like we're not going to be there. I'm not going to go. I agree i agree so, so the writer's wrong
1: yeah i think the writer's wrong because i i don't think i would put myself in that place
0: i honestly feel the writer's wrong because technically if i get it right they weren't official right but if you know it means a lot to your friend and the friendship means a lot to you mm-hmm. and you know you don't want to be friends with danny then you should not be hanging out in a setting where danny's there
1: i agree, I agree.
0: so as much as like i feel like the writer is kind of right but also it's kind of wrong I have to take a side, and I have to say that she's wrong.
1: I think so, too. Personally, I wouldn't put myself in that position, so the writer is wrong.
0: So comment if you feel the writer is right or who you feel is wrong. I don't know, but I feel the writer's kind of wrong. So thank you, Leia. <laughs> thank you, Leia. All right, guys. If you made it this far on the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. We would really appreciate it. And also hit the like button because people that are strong-minded, that are level-headed, with a good head on their shoulders, would naturally just hit the like button because they want to just be positive. I think you're right about that. Yeah, so just hit it, just hit it. It doesn't cost you anything. We would really appreciate it. And if this video gets 6,000 likes, we will be doing a social experiment and maybe we could have someone that watches the podcast come on the social experiment too. So let us know if you want us to do a social experiment and also let us know like any stories you want us to talk about or anything like that. And also comment any other suggestions that you want us to talk about for next week. As you guys saw throughout this video, we took your guys' suggestions from last week and we talked about it this week so we'll see you tomorrow on tiktok and we'll see you guys next saturday on apple Podcasts, spotify and youtube yes we're on those platforms also where you could just listen to our voice if you don't want to see our face yeah there is that option just for everyone out there we'll see you on the tiki god bless you guys see ya love ya